Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Westplex 1071, it's the song I sing to Shelly all the time. I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of you. Even though you got a gun pointed at me. <laughs> that was only one time. Do you only always have time. to bring that up? I thought we were I past do. that. I do, I do, I do. Uh, it's BS in the morning. I am B, she is S. I don't know if she's S, I'm B. I don't know. It works out something like that. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. Station website, westplex1071.com. You can listen to all of our podcasts. When we get done on the air, we magically take every word that Shelly and I said, except for the ones I edit out where she says the four-letter words, which we can't use on the air, uh, put those on the podcast. Again, one time. And you can check it out at bradbs.com. Yes, bradbs.com will take you right because to... Because that's exactly what it is. Yes. It's not... It's not, No, it's it's Brad, Brad and Shelly. That's what Brad BS is. Uh, weather today... Oh, I didn't know that. Like, yes, 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 yes. What's the other More thing? More rain. It's supposed to be... Uh, matter of fact, if it's not raining where you're at right now, probably within the next hour it will be. And it'll pretty much rain all day long. Well, at least till uh, late afternoon, and then it should be out of here. Uh, tomorrow, guess what? More rain. Boy, I'm looking at the forecast here. Uh, there's not going to be any sun until sometime next week. Rain tomorrow, cloudy Friday, cloudy Saturday, cloudy Sunday, cloudy Monday, rain Tuesday. Bloom, 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 bloom. Should be. think we were in Washington State. Or Washington, Missouri, one or the other. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, I, I, I have to ask you something. Okay. Do you have Do you expect an answer? Oh no 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 no. I don't I don't have these things. So I'm going to ask you farm. Do you by any chance have like a folding lawn chair? Yes. Okay. You do have one. I do. Where is it? It is at the station. Oh. I don't know where it's at. Uh do you have like a folding table? Yes. Okay. Can I borrow your folding table and I'll have to look around for my folding chair because here's what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? I, I am not. I, you know, I, I get it. And I'm going to have the smartest woman in the world is going to send me nasty emails. But I'm just like to the point where it's like, okay, what is as of tomorrow, you can't eat inside a restaurant anymore? Isn't that what it is? I think it's already taken effect. Oh, I think it's okay. today. Whatever. Casinos closed last night. Okay. Yeah, they did. I'm going to go through the drive through at one of my favorite places. And then I'm going to go into the parking lot and I'm going to set up my table. And I'm going to set up my lawn chair. I'm going to eat in the parking lot. Just sit out there in the parking lot. What do you think? I don't think that that's a bad thing at all. Take a... Take a um, Matter of fact? Because what we're going to do is we're going to start promoting uh, small and medium-sized businesses. So that would actually be a good thing. Well... And then you could take a um, Facebook Live and let people know that you're supporting small business. The problem that... Uh, and, and once again, and, and I'm not trying to... You know, dis on on um, government officials. Eh, maybe I am. I heard a government official who shall remain nameless last night say, "Hey, if these restaurants would just have everybody come by and pick up the food, they won't have any problems." And then I read a story about one of the restaurant owners who reacted to that, and he said, "I wish that were the case. Think about it for a minute. When we have a restaurant, especially a sit down restaurant, we have multiple waiters and or waitresses. Okay." And they are handling multiple tables at the same time. When we are doing pickup, we can't do that. 
And even if, like, and I said, the one guy said right now his business is about 15 to 20% pickup, that he doesn't think that he's going to be able to get any higher than about 40 to 45%, you know, of, of his whole, you know, pre-ban uh, uh, volume through pickup because they can't, it, it's, it's a different system. You know what I mean? And it, well, it's it's an experience. It's it's everything. When you go out to dinner, it's well, it's everything. It's the food. It's I, I'm, the smell. I'm, I'm not it's the. I'm not looking that, at it. That low. Um, well, I'm not murmur look, of everybody. I'm not. You look, know, it's it's an experience. Yeah, but I'm not looking at it from the res, the respect of you and I as customers. I'm looking at it from the respect of the guy running the restaurant. You know, what I mean, in other words, yeah. and and not only that, most restaurants, it, it would be like, I mean, take a business. It would be like like. Uh, let's say you're in the lawn care business and uh, you know you, most of the, the places you did were residential okay and uh-huh. relatively flat and all of a sudden you know somebody came along and said oh you can't do residential uh, lawns anymore you have to do commercial and you have to do the commercial lawns in Denver well not Denver's a bad example because Denver's flat but but I mean but like if you had a real hilly area and all of a sudden you're going like well my equipment doesn't work real well on hills hey too bad figure it out you just can't do lawns anymore at residentials which are all flat you got to do hilly commercial stuff and you know and, and once again the lawn care guy well I don't have the equipment for that oh well you'll figure it out you'll figure it out you know what I'm saying I do but one of the things that did you hear about the trillion dollar uh, bailout for the Americans. Yeah, Bernie was talking about that last night. Yeah, Bernie. Matter of fact, Bernie was telling me he was going to give me one of his houses. Okay. <laughs> I don't. The, the whole thing's goofy. I, I'm telling you. And I, and well, what, I think and, that they actually should try to do something for the American people, considering they're going to bail out. First, they bailed out the banks back in 2008, 2009. Yeah, but. And now they're going to bail out the uh, well, airlines. But here's the problem with that, Shelly. And you know this up close and personal because it's what I deal with. They bailed out the banks. And yet yes. the banks got to the point where if you don't have absolutely positively super clean credit, if you don't have like a business that's generating X amount of money, and if you don't have, you know, the right haircut and a shine on your shoes, the banks won't talk to you, you know, and, and, and to the point where it's like, well, hey guys, you know, like you back in 2008, 2009, you were like in trouble and the government bailed you out. Whoa. You know, just like, for example, First Bank here in St. Louis owned by the Deerbergs. Last time I looked, they got bailed out, you know, they got a loan from the government. They never repaid it. And the bank, government said, eh, we'll let you slide. Okay, if you and I had a loan with First Bank, let's, let's say we financed our car and our house through First Bank, and we didn't pay it, and we go, and we go, hey, you're going to let slide? No. You know, move your furniture out. We're going to foreclose on your house. Where's your car? We're going to have Mr. Repo come get it. But they say they're not going to do that. Oh, and and you know what? The tooth fairy will be by your house tonight, Shelley. And tomorrow night it'll be Santa Claus. And the night after that it'll be the Easter Bunny. And they're all going to come to your house. And they're going to leave you stuff. You believe it? Mm-hmm. Oh, look, it's 617. <laughs> oh, she's always ducking. She's ducking and covering. She's ducking and covering. Um, it, it's called ducking and, what is it called? Ducking and weaving. You just don't. Isn't it? Well, 
you know, I, I see. Here's the thing that that. No, it's Bob and Weave. Bob and Weave, and yeah. Which, cover. which Never once mind, again, remember, remember, they declared Bob and Weave illegal. Remember the NFL said you can't do that. Why is that exactly? Oh, oh knows. I mean, you know, now they read it back again. It's you know, it, it 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 got to the point where that's how everybody started calling the NFL the No Fun League. You know, okay, here you've got here you've <laughs> I got never a heard that. oh yeah the No Fun League. Here you got a bunch of football players. You know, when we were you know the world champions when we had a football team and they did great and they celebrated in this end zone and they did a little dance and the NFL oh you can't do that you know you're taunting the opponent okay have you ever heard the audio from like if you every once in a while you can find these online where you know you see like the the parabolic microphones that are on the sidelines that give you the sound of the game that they mix into the the broadcast on radio and tv you know what I'm talking about I do. Okay, there are places on the internet where you can find just the output of those parabolic mics. And you hear the players talking back at each other. And they're not saying, hey, I saw your wife the other night. She sure is attractive. And the other guys say, well, thank you so much. I saw your new Mercedes. It's a good-looking car. They're not saying that. They are, like, taunting and trash-talking each other all night long. So it's like, okay, you can't do a little dance to celebrate, but yet they're saying, well, that's taunting. But yet they don't enforce the taunting when it's really taunting. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. But you don't care. Mm, not so much. 619. There she is again, Westplex 1071. She's always jumping in on me. Always yeah, but jumping she's in. always right. Well, that's the truth with women. Whatever a man can do, woman can do better. You know that. You know how that goes. I, I know that's exactly as, what you believe. It is. It is truly what I believe. And I know. Pe- and people think I'm sarcastic when I say that. It is the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah. Until they have an idea that you don't particularly care for, then no, that's not the no, case. no, 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 no. I told you. You know, it, it was funny. I heard another person on another radio station yesterday, uh, a lady, who, interestingly enough, I gave her her first job in the radio business. Um, it's sort of an interesting story is that she was at the time she was a waitress at um, Ozzy's in Westport. And I was out at the um, the uh, um, T.R. Hughes ballpark when they used to call it doing a Rascals game. And she and it was it was Ozzy restaurant night at T.R. Hughes. And she was there with the restaurant. She came up to me. Hey, I graduated from a zoo. I got a journalism degree. Uh, uh, would you hire me? I go, you're hired. And she said, no, seriously, I go, you're hired. So I hired her part-time, okay? Won't mention her name. Um, yesterday, she was on the station she's on now, telling the story about how when she was coming to work the other morning, she pulled out of her apartment complex or house, wherever she lived, I can't remember where it's at, and sounded like she had a flat tire. So sure enough, she goes back and looks at her tire, and it's like half flat, okay? I'll tell the rest of the story next break which I thought was interesting because in light of the fact that um, I had the situation what, two, three weeks ago where I changed a lady's tire, and as I changed it, I explained to her what I was doing, and I had another woman who criticized me for that. Remember that story? I do. <laughs> because of the fact, and, you know, once again, it's like, okay, because I was, quote, unquote, I guess, 
I don't know, talking down to her or something like that? Well, this is how I'm a man and I know how to change a tire and you're a woman and you don't. So I'm going to show you how to do it. And that wasn't my intention at all. Matter of fact, I tried to show If my- somebody was going to change my tire, I actually would have been very appreciative if they did that. What, instructed you how to do it? Yes. Well, but see, the crazy thing is, nowadays, it's not as easy as it used to be. In the old days, you had a big old spare tire in the trunk, and you had the jack was all back there. Now, like, you know, depending on what kind of car is, you know, and some of the new cars don't even have spare tires anymore. But, you know, you, sometimes the, the tires, like in a pickup truck, a pickup truck is really tough to change a tire on. And some cars are like this, too. Some of the SUVs, where the tire is like on this cable that you reel up, and it's stuck underneath the back of the car, or, the, you know, like under yeah. the, the, the Yes, the bed yes. of the truck. And then you have to like yeah. uh, t- turn this butterfly looking Right, bolt. right, 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 right. And then and then the jack may be under the hood or at least, at least with like for a long time with the Ford trucks, part of the jack was underneath the hood, part of the jack was in the cab of the truck. And then you had to pull out all this junk from the cab of the truck underneath the hood and, um, you know, unwind this tire out from underneath. And it was always like filthy, dirty because of the fact that, you know, you were, you know, that's where all the dirt goes under your car. And then you had to jack up the, I mean, it's like, okay, this is sort of complicated. Okay. Anyway, I'll tell the rest of the story coming up. 627. Westplex 107.1. One of the, uh, is that an adjective that's used to describe me? Delicate. I'm just so delicate. You are a delicate flower, Brad Hildebrand. <laughs> 6.34, good morning. Uh, rain, 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 rain. If it's not raining where you're at, it will be soon. Large front, uh, large band of activity that right now stretches from the St. Louis area all the way back through Kansas City to the west and way down into Texas. Matter of fact, all the way down to Austin, Texas right now. And we are just on the beginning of it. So that's why it's going to rain most of the day and probably won't stop raining until sometime late this afternoon or early evening. But, of course, Jennifer. She's got the complete forecast. She'll be here in just a few minutes. Okay, so I'm telling the story. The lady who used to work for me, who's actually done, I'm very proud of her. She actually done very well um, and works at a big radio station now. She's on the air, I guess it was yesterday morning or the day before, telling the story about how she woke up, she getting ready to go to work, she drives her car out of where she lives. Uh, sounds like she's got a flat tire. She gets out, it's like half flat. She goes to a quickie mart um, and... I guess this is the thing that bothers me. She used the air hose at the Quickie Mart, but it didn't work right because she didn't know how to use it. Now, I'm sorry. But she let all the air out of her tire, <laughs> didn't she? I don't, well, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm not trying to be a jerk, jerk, jerkazoid guy. It's like you grab the little hose, you take the little cap off your, you know, your, your valve stem on the tire, you take the you know the little nozzle, whatever you want to call it, the the you know the 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 air chuck is what they're technically called, and you push it in so that the two little prongs meet up, and air comes out of the hose and opens up the valve to the tire, and air goes into the tire. Have you ever done that before, Shelley? Um, I usually go and have somebody do it for me. Oh, no. I'm not going to go any further with my story. Well, then she starts talking about how she calls AAA, and the guy at the gas station says they're not allowed to leave the counter. You know, it's like a quickie mart kind of place. Uh, And she calls AAA, and they say it's going to be two hours. So finally, she starts going through her phone, calling up guys that she knows that can come change her tire. 
Good for her. Well, well, no, hold on a minute now. You know, once again, I say whatever man can do, woman can do better. And then, and then she says, well, I'm an independent woman, but not when it comes to those kind of things. I'm going like, okay, come on. So did you change your tire? No, but, but once oh. again, once again, it's, it's one of these things. It's like, it's like, I, you know, like I told the story with my daughter. I tried to show my daughter this. She could care less, you know? I mean, if something happened to her car, I'd get a phone call. Dad, my car. I go, well, what about, I remember one time, I shouldn't tell this story. It was funny. Some, something happened to her car. I let her borrow one of my cars. And this particular car had a problem with it that when you got down about an eighth of a tank, that really, really was empty. The gauge didn't read right. So she's on her way to a Saturday morning class. And guess what? She runs out of gas. And I told her, I said, don't let the gas, don't let the, you know, go below a quarter of a tank. And she thought, and so she's, she, and I felt bad in the respect that she broke down on 70, um, you know, just east of 270. And, um, you know, and I said, I said, I told you not to let it go below a quarter tank. She says, well, I thought that was just something to do with the car. I didn't think the gas gauge was messed up. I go, why would I tell you not to let it go below a quarter tank if it wasn't important? So she got mad at me. So I called up one of my other sons and I said, hey, can you grab a gas can in the garage and go get two gallons of gas in it and go, you know, put it in Amanda's car, or no, excuse me, put it in Gabrielle's car um, on eastbound, <laughs> eastbound 70, east of 270. Okay, fine. You know, and then she gave me grief for like three days about that. I'm going like, okay. And finally, I got to the point where she said, I'm finally like, I'm not even talking about it anymore. You know, to the point where I told you not to let go below a quarter tank, and you did. And look what happened. So... Did you get over that? No, I've never been over it. It's bugged me. That probably happened seven or eight years ago, and it still haunts me on a daily basis. There's not an hour in my life I don't think about that situation. Of course, Brad. <laughs> well, wait, once again, I, I, and, and you know me. I am Mr. Proponent of woman, Women. I've told, yes, you are. I've told the story all the time about when I had my first woman boss, Karen Carroll, and I loved working for Karen Carroll, and most of the guys hated it because they didn't like working for a woman. And to me, it's like, man, you know, she's smart. You know, she's decisive. You know, she's taking the station in the right direction. Man, I love it. I learned things from her. She sort of took me under her wing and, you know, and helped me with different things. And, and, and you know, she was one of those take charge kind of people. And, you know, nothing bothered her. You know, hey, you know, problem, we'll figure it out. You know, you know, move forward, you know, forward, forward, forward. If- if you have a problem, yo, we'll solve it. Yeah, there you go. She's she's like the ice ice baby lady. You know what I mean? She's the one that, <laughs> that you know straight ahead. You know, hey, things things that block our our our, our path. You know, just you know momentary disruptions. We're, we'll figure out how to get around it. And you know, and and to me, that's what like you know what it's all about. Everybody should be you know equal. Isn't that what everybody's saying now? Equal. Yeah, everybody. Well, they've said that for a long, long time, but. You don't they think, haven't really. You don't. You don't. It hasn't really come to pass. You don't think so. You as a woman, you don't think it's yeah, things are equal for women or yeah. certain oh, no, certain no. groups. They're they're better for women now. Women have an advantage that men don't have. They do. Yeah, and they do. They and, really do. But I also think that um, it the pendulum is swinging the other way, where the men are the ones that. Uh, I'm probably going to get in a lot of trouble for saying this, but I do believe that the men 
you know, the average white male is getting a bum rap. Well, let's turn the story around. Let's say it was a guy on the other radio station who, you know, you know, pulls out of his, his place in the morning, tires half flat, goes to the gas station, tries to put air in it, can't get it in. And what if he would have called up like he grabbed his phone, he's a single guy, and he grabbed his phone and he's got like, you know, 10 women that he knows. What if he would have started calling the women, hey, my, my car's got a flat tire, I'm over at the Quickie Mart at X and Z, can you come and change my tire for me? You know that that would never happen, right? <laughs> Why would it never happen? I don't know. It just it just will never happen because men like to be the protectors. No, 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 no. But let's say let's say I mean I'm but no I, I'm not necessarily saying that a guy wouldn't do it. Do you think he'd get a woman that would come and change his tire? No. <laughs> Well, it's not just men as the protectors. It's women as, you know, I mean, I can imagine. I mean, put yourself in that situation. How many people did she have to call before somebody came over and changed her tire? I don't know. If she, I don't know if she said that. I was there three or four or something like that. She said she called a couple people. She said, oh, so there were three or four men that said that they couldn't change her tire? Well, I don't, I, you know, I don't know if, I don't know what the deal was. They might not answer the phone. You know how some people are. I mean, it was funny. Yeah, I, I, yeah, saw, I, I, I saw a post the other day by a guy who's probably, I don't know, I think he's, I know who the guy is. So he's like maybe late 20s, early 30s. And he says, I've been calling all my friends to check on them with this, with the virus thing. And of course they're millennials and they won't pick up their phone. <laughs> But I could text them. Yes, I'm thinking to myself. But according to, doc, according to Dr. Trump, according to President Trump, yeah. the millennials are what is going to get us through this. No, 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 no. You misunderstand. That's exactly what no, he said. No, you misunderstand what they're saying. That's really interesting that you picked up on that because that's not what they're saying. They're saying the millennials are the ones that like to congregate. And, you know, they're they're the ones that like, you know, I mean, like, like, you know, they, they don't go out and dates like with just guy and a gal they go out and like group dates and he said i understand that but that's not what he was talking about no no he no. actually reiterated that the millennials are the ones that are going to get us through this no because he said that because he they, said that i know what he said but what he meant was they're the ones that can't keep up their behavior because they'll spread the disease. That's what he was talking about because he, he said that later. That is not the, That's no. exactly what he said. How are the millennials going to help us through this because they're the ones that are all hanging out like at the Starbucks and things like that. Because they're the technology people. And what good's technology? They're up on technology. And what good's they're up on... And, and what good's technology going to do us with the coronavirus? You know, or, you know, is there like an app on my phone that I can... You know, I can I can turn on and it's going to create a force shield around me no, as I walk around can, all day. They can break out and bust out the social media. Yeah, what good's and, that? Uh, what good's that? What what good does that do? Well, I don't know, but what? he he said. I know that, what he said, and he meant the fact that they're the ones that needed to stop getting together and congregating because of this whole social distance baloney. You know, by the way, I saw this picture of this guy. This is funny. This guy had a social distance disc. You know what this is? Watch. People have started selling this thing. You know what I'm talking about? It was like a big, monstrous piece of cardboard that was like, like 10 feet from one end to the other. And it was round. And he cut a hole in the middle of it. 
and put like suspenders. So like he's walking around with this big disc of cardboard around his stomach so that nobody can get close to him. Get what I'm saying? He's He's got like a he's big... He's like wearing a hula hoop? Yeah, well, no, it's like a hula hoop. It's like a disc. It's like it's made out of cardboard. And, you know, and he's and he's got it on him with like suspenders kind of dumaflaches, you know, where he's got like the things over his shoulder. And this thing is like riding around his waist. And it's, you know, it's horizontal to the ground so that you can't get close to him because of the fact that he's got his social... What is the... What the social distance disc on i'm going like that's pretty funny and you watch somebody's no goes, you can give jazz hands somebody will, well what good does that do let's say if you get if let's it say it makes people know that that you care about them oh, that God. you don't want to hug them because of the virus oh, so you oh, can just give them jazz hands shoot me so now. that's just kind of a shoot a way now. to say thank you and uh i love you shoot yeah, jazz hands. Okay, Shelly, let me give you jazz hands, but I'm only going to use one finger in each hand, okay? 645. Westplex 107.1. I just got a um, nasty email from uh, a governmental agency that I'm not allowed to play that song anymore. Why? Because it's whiny? No. Dancing with a stranger? How? Oh, uh, terrible. I mean, spreading virus, right? A stranger you don't know, and you're dancing cheek to cheek? You're violating that six-foot social distancing zone, and you don't know who that person is? Yeah, well, I probably don't think it really mattered at the moment. (laughs) It's 653. Uh, Weather, like I said a couple minutes ago, if it's not raining at your place right now where you're at, it will be uh, even some thunderstorms moving through the area right now. So, uh, you know, not a fun drive in for uh, a, a Wednesday morning, although... Have you been out like in rush hour? Obviously, you and I can't go out in rush hour because we're here, but in afternoons, we're not. And like yesterday afternoon was like, it was like Saturday at like three o'clock. It's like, okay, yes, okay, it was. Okay, where's everybody at? There's, there's no traffic jams. There's, you know, like where normally there's like, you know, long lines at stoplights. There's like nothing. I'm going like, what is going on? Is nobody out and about? God, if you're, you see that in Orange County, you know where Orange County is in California? Or- I do not. Orange County is essentially sort of to the, I guess, sort of to the south of the downtown L.A. area. And that's where, like, Anaheim is, where Disneyland is and the whole bit. They've got a mandatory, uh, I think somebody sent this to me last night. Let me look at this. It's a mandatory, uh, what is it? Da, 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 da. Uh, Orange County, California has just ordered the first police-enforced lockdown in the country. Everyone must stay indoors unless need essentials or are providing, quote, essential services. Penalties include fines and prison. So if you decide... Wow, if are, you, they, are they issuing the National Guard? I, you know, who knows? And, and you know what? To me, that's the type of stuff that starts to spread the fear-mongering. You know, it's like, oh, my God. That's good. Oh, Orange County, you can't, you can't go out on the streets. You know, and, 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 you know, and once again, it's like, oh, God, don't get me going. It just it just perpetuates things. And then the media just jumps on that. Oh, look at this. Orange County, California. Here, we're talking about it, but I'm making fun of it. Is that San Francisco? No, 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 no. South of L.A. So this is another part of California that's been yeah. uh, corn shut down. South of L.A., Orange County. If you look at the map where Anaheim okay, is. Okay, I get it. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, not, it, it's like along, I believe, I, uh, what is it, I-5 goes right, is it? Yeah, I-5 goes right through there. 
So, and, and like I said, it's where Disneyland is. That's that's Orange County. It's where well, Disneyland closed down a couple of days ago. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you can't have fun anymore. Yeah. This is yeah. That's what this whole it's 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 a soul sucking, fun sucking kind of uh, well, situation here. C- casinos closed down last night. You know, and, they did. And I have to be honest with you. I know people are well meeting. If I get one more goofy email from people saying. You know, in this time of need, you know, like I said, I got the goofy uh, email slash video from the guy at Quiver River. You know, we're promising that we've cleaned all our electric lines and there's no virus in any of our electric lines. And we promise that no viruses will come through your outlets in your house. I'm going, what? They did not say that. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think so. Oh yeah, yeah. And he had a he had a special he had a special and he, and he but it was interesting. He says if you do have viruses that come out of your outlets, we have a special adapter which is our Quiver River. You okay, know, virus now I know that ad- you're BSing. So move on. <laughs> you don't believe. Me. <laughs> of course, of course, Amarin Ue came out and said said hey, well you know we're not going to disconnect you if you're behind on your payment, but you know Quiver River. They said if you don't make your payment ahead of time, we're going to come chop the meter off the side of your house. Oh, they did not. Oh, they did. It was in the, it was in the email they sent out last night. Yeah, you don't pay us, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hook our truck up to the meter box in the side of your house, and we're just gonna pull it off the side of your house, and that way you won't be able to get it fixed. Quiver River did not send that to you. They did. I got it last night. Then forward it to me. Right now. Here, hold on. Okay. Okay. I just did. You should have it. Thank you. Okay. 657. Westplex 107.1. Ooh, 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 How'd I do on that? You actually did very well. Better than I could have done. It's 7.07. Rainy, 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 rainy. We are on the uh, beginning edge of a front that goes all the way across Missouri in through Kansas City into the state of Kansas and goes all the way down to Austin, Texas. And it's going to be pretty much with us all day long. Rain could be heavy at times. Some lightning, some thunder from time to time. So be forewarned on that. And uh, our meteorologist, Jennifer Wojcicki, she'll be along in about, eh, about 25 minutes to give us a complete forecast. Okay, Shelly. I am an entrepreneur. Yes, you are. I am jealous of people that come up with great ideas that have like lots of profit potential in it. And they feel, because remember, you talk to some of these. Oh, you mean the ones that that I tell you about? Who's that? (laughs) The ideas that I come up with have great financial potential. And when's the last time you told me one of those? <laughs> uh, that would be yesterday. Oh, okay. Okay. Here's, and if you don't believe me, I'll give you the web address. The web address is pdscenter.com. The first three letters, P is in Papa, D is in Delta, S is in Sierra, center.com, pdscenter.com. Okay. What, what do they do? Here's part of their website. It says, our primary goal is to increase quality of life through therapy, self-analysis, and enacting positive change. Our practice specializes in emotional support animal treatment for a variety of psychological disorders. And we believe strongly in the positive effects of ESAs, emotional support animals. So you know what their business really is? No. They give you letters and cards 
which make you make it a mandatory that if you have this card, you can take your rhinoceros on the plane with you because and and what they do is and here's here's what they here's what you get for ninety nine dollars you get yeah I'm gonna take my emotional peacock on the plane well, with well me. but according to this if you have their letter and you for ninety nine dollars you get an an airline travel letter you get a housing letter you get uh, the letters don't expire the letters are signed by licensed doctors it's priced under hundred dollars. You get a phone number verification. You get a quick assessment and free shipping. Okay, so what you do is they have licensed doctors. Now, what's interesting is when I say that, what do you think? Licensed doctors, like MD kind of doctors, right? Yes. No, they're PhDs. This would be a great business for Dr. Deb. Um, And so what you do is you call this number and you talk to a a PhD, a a psychologist, psychotherapist, whatever, and you, you you say to him, I can't go anywhere without my dog. Okay, you pass, and then they and you 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 send them ninety nine bucks, and they send you all this stuff. Now, what's I in- I think it's a little bit more no, involved than that. I don't think so. I don't. There's there's a line for for men right now, which we won't talk about. But there's a whole other service for that, which is this pretty much the same thing. Okay, so the li- the rules are the federal and the state rules are that. Wait a minute. You said there's a line for men, so that means that if I needed an immortal emotional support man no 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 i there's, could have one with me at all times there's a company that has surfaced that if you want the prescription for the ed drug if you know what i'm talking about oh okay you have to have a you have to get it from a doctor you have to get a prescription so there's a company now that you call up and you talk to quote unquote a doctor who knows if it is a doctor and you say hey doc Having some problems, uh, the doc goes, oh, I know what it is. I'm going to send you the stuff. And you pay the money and they send you the drugs because of the fact that, that you talked to a doctor and you got a prescription. So anyway, going, okay. going back to this. Okay. Oh, okay. One, one of the interesting things on this is they are, keep in mind, I say they give you a housing letter. Okay. The housing letter is that let's say you have a dog or a cat and you want to rent an apartment um, and the apartment says, sorry, no animals. Well, this forces them to allow you to rent because they can't discriminate on someone if you need an emotional support animal. So if I have a house that I'm renting and I say, sorry, no pets, and you show up at, you know, at my doorstep and say, I want to rent this house. And I say, well, I'm sorry, you have a dog. Well, I've got my emotional support letter. And therefore, if I say I can't, I won't rent to you, you can sue me. Because I've discriminated against you because of a disability. Well, I think that that's warranted. And I'm sitting here thinking. You do? Don't do that. Don't do that. What? Don't do what? And I'm sitting here thinking because I've got this new puppy. Yeah. And uh, she is a great peer, and she's only, but she's only seventy pounds. Oh, only seventy. And pounds. Oh, only she 70 is such a lovely little delightful thing, but she does need training. And I'm actually yeah, thinking but, about training her to be my support animal. Okay, let's let's turn let's turn the thing around here. Okay, I, I, man, I, I'm sorry. I, I think my headphones cut out. You, what did you just say? I think that I was going to train her how to be a support dog and be my uh, my support dog. 
Hmm. What? <laughs> okay, let's turn it around. Let's say... Let's, what were you laughing at? Well, let's say you own an apartment complex, and let's say you just did all this work in your apartment complex, and you just put, you know, you just painted all the walls, and you put a new carpeting in all the, the apartments, and your apartment complex says, sorry, no pets. And I come along, and I go, well, I got a dog, but I got an emotional support letter, and I, you, I'm, you, I therefore force you to rent me an apartment, and my dog pees and poops all over the place, and when I move out, you have to replace all the carpeting, which was brand new when I moved in. And let's say I was only there for a year, and you have to replace all the carpeting after a year. So do they have to pay a pet deposit? Probably not, because you can't discriminate against that. But all places have a pet deposit. But, a lot of places actually let you bring in a pet as long as it's under a certain Yeah, but, um, but, but once, once again... If I'm renting an apartment, like let's say if I have a house and I'm renting my house to you, and one of my things is if I say to you, I don't want you to smoke in there, and I don't want pets, and you say, okay, fine, and then I find out you're a chain smoker, and you got 10 cats, I'm going like, whoa, hold on a minute, I told you no smoking and no cats, and I have the right to kick you out because of the fact that if it's in the lease, you violated the lease, but... If you, you show up with this letter, I can't do that. Okay, what is your point? My point is, I'm jealous of this company because they're making 99 bucks for these crazy people that need emotional support animals. Is that you, Shelly? <laughs> I would actually go through an actual uh, trainer. I wouldn't go through an online course to it's not a course you just call them up i need my emotional because they're supposed to behave a certain way they're they're very well trained oh shelly i don't believe what like that lady who tried to get her peacock on the plane that was a very well-trained peacock right and the lady that tried to get her what gecko actual support animals are very well trained but once again as our therapy once again what this company is doing it they're making it possible that no matter what animal you show up with it's okay it's not, so they're capitalizing on stupidity. No, they're capitalizing on the fact that the government says in order to travel with an emotional support animal, you need a letter from a doctor, and they're doing that. So in other words, they don't give a, a you know a a a rat's rear end about uh -huh. what you know. They don't ever see the animal. They don't talk to the animal. They don't train the animal. They just essentially say, "Hey, you got ninety nine bucks." You want to fly with your, you know, with your dog on the plane? Yeah, right. Send us the 99 bucks. We'll send you a letter. And therefore, the plane is forced to have you, you know, ride with that animal. Now, the thing that gets me about Has this. Has this been certified by the federal government? I don't know. I mean, it's a company out there and they're doing business and they're not the only yeah, one. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, there's a lot of, yeah, but, but, you know, but, big stuff going on in the if, world if, today. If, go read the website. They say they're complying with all the laws. And essentially what somebody does, this is probably run by some attorney because he's figured out, well, if I do this and do this and do this. You <laughs> they know, do I'm, love their I'm, loopholes I'm, and their gray yes, areas, right. do I'm they not? I'm compliant with all federal regulations. It's like, once again, it's like the, the company. And if you, it, it, guys... If there are guys out there, and if you listen to sports stations, you know exactly what I'm talking about with this ad. It runs all the time. Guy comes on and says, "Hey, man, having problems in the bedroom, you know." And and it's 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 essentially you call. Is it, it driving you nuts? 
<laughs> you know, I haven't played anything this morning. So here, here, shame on you because now I have to say, Shelly, I'll be honest with you. I have a problem. Say problems that were driving me nuts. Okay. No, anyway, any guys know that if you listen to the sports stations, you'll know what I'm talking about. And the ad says, call our doctors and discuss your problem and we'll prescribe the proper medication. So they got, I don't know, they got doctors. I mean, you know, I mean, if you, if you were like a doctor, I mean, let's say you were a retired doctor and you wanted to sit at home all day and, you know, guys that, you know, they'd forward phone calls to you. Hey, doc, I've got problems. Okay, fine. We'll send you the stuff, you know. See, here's the problem with that. So you, if you're sitting there talking to a doctor that you've never met. Right. And, you know, Viagra is nothing to nothing to be taken lightly. If you I have a friend that that used Viagra had never done so. And he didn't realize he was in the shape that he was in. Right. He had a quadruple bypass because of it. Wow. He must have had some night. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, no. no, But but, I don't know. I didn't get into all that. but, But 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 you're but that but you're exactly right. But what's happening is is that and this is the whole thing you know for example that building out there which we kidded about the other day the building that doesn't really exist the mercy building the the virtual building out there on uh, clarkson just south of highway 40 where they're doing yes. the uh, drive-in uh, testing okay yes that's where medicine is headed where and mercy's already doing that where they have they have um you know rooms set up where if you're in a hospital room where there's cameras in there and the doctor just looks in on in on you with the camera, and he talks to you. Hey, Nancy. Hey, you know Smith. Hey, Joan. Hey, Bill. Whoever you are, you're sitting there in the room, and you know, and and you go, yeah, doc. Uh, well, how are you feeling today? Well, he's on like a TV screen, and he's somewhere else already. They're doing this also all sorts of stuff. Like like if you go to the hospital and you got like x-rays like you're in an accident and they take the x-rays and they do a cat scan and all that kind of stuff there's nobody in the hospital that reads that anymore that's all done remotely they're just five you know i think it's been like that for a long time oh though. yeah but what i'm saying is they're taking that to the next level where the doctor won't even be in the same he might not even be in the same state he might be in another See, state. i don't know how i feel about that well, i just but, don't but, that doctor can't take an ekg well he can look to at all tests and make sure well, but, that but look at it this way that if, that person's heart is is good to go well let's say for viagra let's say you're on telemetry okay you're in the hospital and you're on telemetry the doctor yes. can look at all your vital signs right there he could be in hawaii sitting on the beach with his laptop oh, okay yeah we have heart rate little little high blood pressure oh, you, you need to get that blood pressure down yeah okay 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 yeah yeah i'll, I'll prescribe that blood, you know and boom you're done and he, he you know he clicks his his mouse and he's on to the next patient in the next room over or he's on the next patient in a hospital 200 miles away. And you know what um, our favorite doctor is doing in this crisis? Um, let me think. He's putting up a YouTube channel? No, he's not, but that's a great idea. I should mention that to him. Um, what he's doing is he's, I mean, they haven't implemented this, but there's a good possibility that he will um, be closing the office okay to limit patients and then if if he has to go to if someone really needs to be seen he's going to make a house call hello okay i'm not going to say anything i'll get myself in what trouble. i'm not going to say anything 
I think that's adorable. Uh, I, I don't think he should be able to do that unless he has an emotional support animal with him. Whatever. <laughs> uh, he's, actually, he's actually made a house call to my home. Oh. Twice, actually, well, from you, my mill. You know what? I think that... What? You know, you just gave me a great idea. I'm just going to, you know, go to the pound and get a bunch of, you know, you know, um, strays. And I'm just going to offer, you know, Brad's portable emotional support animal service where, you know, uh, you know, you're, you, you're not feeling good. Hey, call me. I'll come over and my dog will run around in your living room for five minutes and we'll leave. That's, that's called the therapy. That's a hun- that's a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's called the therapy dog. <laughs> and they, too, get extensive training. OK, here's what I need. I need, I, you know, you know me, I've been sort of down in the dumps about the way things have gone with the goofy stuff and everybody shutting down, all the business being shut down the whole bit. Yeah, I know that. I need an emotional support Corvette. I need a 20. Whatever. 20, you need a kit car so you have somebody to talk back to. I want a 2020 Corvette so that when I get depressed... I'm going to go out in the parking lot and I'm going to jump in it and I'm going to drive around the neighborhood and drive it up on the highway and do 100 miles an hour and then come back to the office and then go, okay, I feel much better. And I want a doctor who will prescribe that for me. Then I'm going to go to uh, uh, to Johnny Landoff Chevrolet and I go and go, hey, Johnny, I got this thing from my doctor. I need emotional support Corvette and ESC. You know, I take that one right there. I'll be back in a month. Bye. What do you think? Um, I don't think so much. Mm-mm. Okay. 722. Westplex 107.1. Hey, look, Ma, I made it. I can never say that with my mom because she never knew I made it because she wouldn't listen to the radio. I bet she listened. No. Moms do that. I'm telling you, she never once heard me on the radio. Ever. Ever. Because she didn't like radio. I told, I, you know, somebody asked me the other I day. I know that. They, I'm sure she just kind of sneaked it in and no, didn't tell no, no, you. No, 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 no. Somebody asked me the other day. They, they thought I was making that up. My mother went back in the day, my, my mom, my mom especially. And I, God, I shouldn't say this because the car dealers will cringe when I say this. My mom said that if you went to a car dealer and you had bought a car off a lot, a new car, not a used car, a new car, there was something wrong with that car that... The reason it was sitting on the lot was because there was something wrong with it, and that's why somebody wouldn't buy it. And I'd always say, Mom, it's a new car. Well, there's something wrong with it. And she would always order the cars, and she would delete the radio purposely. Delete the radio. Now, you can't do that anymore, um, but that's what she did. So when she bought a new car, it didn't have a radio in it. And if when I was a kid, like in high school, if I drove her car, and, uh, you know, because that's the way I am right now. The radio is always on. So when you turn the ignition, radio comes on. I think that's the way it is with most people. Uh, but And my mom would get mad at me about that. Because if she got into the car, and after I drove it, and she turned the ignition and the radio came on, she would say, would you stop turning that radio on? <laughs> that's hilarious. She hated the radio. And I'm going like, how can you hate the radio? You know, I mean, of all the things in life to hate... You know, I mean, you know, and once again, I get it. People going, like, well, radio is not what it used to be. Still, you get, you know, 93% of the adult population listens to radio at least once a week. But yet, what is radio? It can be entertainment. It can be, you know, music, like what we play, you know, music and, and Shelly making, uh, saying goofy stuff and me, you know, saying all the smart things, right? Or hold, is that backwards? No, it's Shelly saying all the smart stuff and Brad saying the goofy things. That's the It was a really. little bit of both. <laughs> that's the way, that's the truth. Shelly's the smart one and I'm the guy with goofy ideas. No, uh, and, and, you know, once again, it's to the point where it's like, okay, so she never listened, ever, ever. 
Hey, Ma. Hey, Ma. Um, I made it. She'd never know that. I could get her name. You know, and, and, and you know, I was looking at something. Do you know that Macy's um, has on their website we're temporary closing stores yeah, and other measures yeah. in response to the coronavirus? Okay, well, go, let me go back a minute. One of my favorite things when I worked in the original KSLQ and then Y98 or whatever we called it, KY98 at the time, one of my deals was when I'd come on at the top of the hour, I'd say, hey, Ma, it's me, your son, Brad Hildebrand on the radio. And I always did it as a joke because she would never hear it. I bet you she did. Never. never. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I never. just, you think that, oh, but I, I know for a I, fact. I, I, I disagree with that. I, I bet you she had heard you. I know for a fact. My mother never heard me on the radio. Now, why? You know, because she never commented on it? No, she'd tell me that. She says, you know what? I don't listen to the radio. That's what she'd say. And my grandmother was even worse. My grandmother, honest to God, this is a true story. My grandmother told me that. I was imagining that my voice was going out over the radio waves and people were listening to me. I was imagining that. That really wasn't happening. That that's not what happened. That people didn't listen to people on the radio. And my, my grandmother was, I mean, she didn't, you know, she didn't watch TV. She didn't, well, she did watch a little bit of TV, but she, I mean, you know, she, you know, radio, what's that? You know, keep in mind, she grew up, you know, in the, she was born in what, I don't know. 1900 or 1890 or something like that a long time ago and you know she was of the era you know when she would have been an adult you know the golden age of radio back in the 30s when you see Uh the pictures of everybody sitting around listening to the radio in their living room you know and you know and and you had jack benny and bob hope and you know and all these these people who ultimately made it on the television and and she would say to me god she was nasty to me she would say she's well you're just kidding yourself if you think people are listening to you nobody's listening to you because nobody's that's you're not you're just in, you know, that just doesn't go anywhere. That radio doesn't work. It doesn't go anywhere. Nobody can hear you. That's what she'd say all the time. Hey, thanks, Grandma. <laughs> I had very supportive, so I had a supportive grandmother. And, and my other grandmother, my other grandmother, she made fun of me. Oh, God, she would make fun of my father like you wouldn't believe. Her, her son, because he went to college. She'd sit there. I mean, we'd go over to her house, and she'd go, you know, and my dad was the eternal student because he worked at SIU Edwardsville and he took classes all the time. He, you know, he's an employee. He was a civil engineer, but he loved to learn. He was like, he was like a lifelong learner and he'd take all these classes because of the fact that he could. And she would sit there and go, Lee, you're wasting your time. Education is a waste of time, waste of money. You shouldn't be. And she made fun of him because he went, he, my dad graduated from Washington University with an engineering degree. She just thought that was the stupidest thing in the world. And when, when I started going to college, when my sister went to college, she would say, you know, we'd go over, you know, and she'd say to us, are you kids still going to college? You know, that's a waste of time and money. You really don't need to go to college. You can get a job anywhere. You don't have to have a degree. Education's so worthless. So here I had a grandmother who hated education, a grandmother who believed I was pretending to be on the radio and a mother who never listened to me on the radio who never listened to radio man did i have a supportive family or what huh <laughs> oh brad no I, I bet they i bet they did honest to god true story about both of my grandmothers i mean i mean and and she was because it's it's sort of a weird story my dad was she progressive no she was just can i say this and i know people go like she was just a weirdo you know, I mean, uh, and, 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 you know, it was, it was her way or the highway, you know, and, and to the point where, where, you know, she had my father, 
And then my, and then she got divorced from my grandfather, who I never, ever met in my life, ever. Never knew my grandfather. And then she remarried, and she had two more kids. So my father was treated as the ultimate stepchild. And, and, my, and his two siblings, his, his sister and his brother, my aunt and uncle on my father's side, never went to college. And she would always talk about that. Whenever my dad was there, and to the point where she go, look at look at how well your sister Shirley's done. She never graduated from college. She married. Yeah, but Brad, you've been saying the same thing. Why do people need to go to college when we could have a trade, and all these people no, go no, to no, college no, 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 and no, have no, all no, these no. bills? No, 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 no. And no, then they no, don't no, um, I know go you're, into the craft you're, you're, um, or business that they were trained to do. You say that all the time. No, you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. I say... There's no misinterpretation. No, I say that if you go to college and did get a degree, which is required for a profession or even a, 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 you know, a profession or even a trade, that makes sense. Because I can't just show up at, at the Fort Zumwalt schools and walk in there today and say, hey, I want to be a teacher. They're going to say, well, do you have a, you know education degree, a teaching certificate? No, I want to be a teacher. I go, sorry, can't do that. I can't show up at DePaul Hospital or Mercy Hospital today and say, hey, I want to be a, a brain surgeon. They're going to go like, well, are you a doctor? No, I'm not a doctor, but I think I could do some good work on brains. No, sorry, can't do that. Okay, but, and, and I, and once again, if someone asks me, and I and I get this all the time. I used to teach. I used to teach college, and people would ask me if you were to do it over again, what you do? I go. I say I'd get an accounting degree, or I'd become an attorney, because I can't. I've never heard you say you'd get an accounting degree. Oh, I tell ever. People, I tell people all the time if you're going to college that if you're not if you're not taking you know some kind of courses that you can use the rest of your life, you're wasting your time. You know, I mean, these people that graduate with like a, you know, a degree in, in Middle Eastern history. Okay. Like what good is that? You know, you can sit at home and go through Google all day long and learn about Middle Eastern history, you know, but yet, yet, you know, if you get it, you know, nobody's going to say, well, we, the only people we can hire was someone with Middle Eastern history degree, you know, like it's like worthless. But if you have an accounting degree, if you have a doctor, you know, like if you're a, you know, a doctor, if you're a lawyer, um, you know, I mean, if you have something that needs to be certificated, licensed by the state, that's worth going to college for. But like in my business, journalism, I got I got two degrees. Worthless. Nobody practices journalism anymore. Look at what look at what's <laughs> Clearly going on. Clearly by what's going on yeah, in the country. Look at what's going on right now with the you know, all the, the networks and things like that. All the goofy stuff you read, all the stuff that, you know, well, it's in the New York Times. Yeah, so in other words, if it's if it's if it's you know, if it's and you remember there was there was the controversy with the reporter, you know, who wrote these stories in the New York Times and they were all made up. You know, I mean, you know, big, long series of he was interviewing some guy who didn't exist. The guy was writing fiction and he was writing the New York Times, you know, and I'm not saying everything is that. But, you know, once again, I mean, like, you know, you I, I, I know people right now that you and I know people that don't have a college degree who are extremely successful. And then we know people who have college degrees like me who are failures. You're not a failure, so let's end it at that so it doesn't progress. No. It's 8.04. Everybody, send Brad some love. No, it's he not. He thinks he's a failure, no, and he's not. it's not. It's not. So it's go not. ahead, and um, it's 8.04, and have a great day, even though it's going to be a cold gray bucket of socks. Well, we're not done but yet. It's, we're not done. we got commercials i got to play still. 
Oh, okay. Sorry. But yeah, still send him some love. He likes that. Well, see, the reason that I knew we weren't done, because I have a college degree and you don't. And you have the board (laughs) that you won't let me touch. So yeah, there's probably a reason why (laughs) I didn't know we were not done. Didn't that tick you off what I just said? Or you took it fairly well. Why? Why? Why Why didn't it tick you off? Because I can't let the things that you say to me tick me off. I have enough of them. <laughs> Shelly is the most intelligent woman in the world. And when I asked her, what does E equals MC squared? She said. Foxy. <laughs> Whatever, Brad. And then when I said, I said, Shelly. If you were going to change the world and you were going to clear this this whole virus thing up, what would be your suggestion? Are we supposed to play some commercials right now? <laughs> and if I said, if I said, Shelly, oh my goodness, keep on going. That's it. I have given you tremendous amount of information this morning. I've, you know, we've we've talked about this and we talked about that. Tell me what you really think. Um, what do you think about what's going on with the coronavirus thing? Um, Tell me what you think what's going on about like our relationship with China. Um, which China, do you know that they actually were celebrating yesterday because they were able to bring down, they've got the virus contained and, well, I don't know if they have it contained, but they were able they were able to tear down uh, the makeshift hospital that they had. Ain't nobody they got time celebrating. for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Well, they do, and they did. Yeah, but and I think that it's exciting. Well, but what happened was they tore down that one hospital, and then they had to rebuild one of the rooms because a woman came up to him and said, yeah, "I got bronchitis." And they said, "Okay, we have to." build the hospital back up because yeah, I got bronchitis. <laughs> okay. It's 807. Where are those commercials, Brad? Oh, my, my old boss, Joel Denver, just called me and he just, he was been listening to the show all morning. Joel, what'd you think? It made me want to heave. <laughs> <sighs> There's a lot of people that want to do the heaving. <laughs> I'm just shaking my head just so you know. Our last break, 807. Hi, it's Katie with Elite Heating and Cooling. It's time. Westplex 107.1. That's going to do it for our uh, BS in the morning, Brad and Shelly. I don't know about you, Shelly. I, I feel I feel lucky today. I know yesterday was St. Patrick's Day and nobody even talked about St. Patrick's Day. We didn't even say one thing about it because you had your green stuff on, but nobody talked about going out for <laughs> yeah, green beer. I meet, him, I meet him at the last place that we could have probably eaten inside. And he goes, are you a leprechaun? I go, yes, I am, Brad. Well, but no, but once again, what happened here? We, you know, we trashed St. Patrick's Day yesterday because of the fact that, you know, Irish bar, all the bars were closed. Well, not all the bars, but the Irish bars, you know, you know, you can't, you know, you can't congregate, can't have more than 10 people. Uh, You can't be within six feet of anybody, Um, you know, that kind of stuff. So, uh, and I think that, that, you know, I mean, it didn't hit me to, I mean, honest to God, it didn't hit me till I saw you in green yesterday. Like, oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. I never thought about that. But in past, you know, everybody, hey, we're going to go to, you know, even if you're not Irish, you know what they say on on St. Patrick's Day, everybody's Irish. Yep, but that's what they say. On yesterday's St. Patrick's Day, nobody was Irish because nobody celebrated. No, yeah, no, no parades, no nothing. And I had a whole bunch of beads, and I ended up giving them all away. Yeah, I got my. I still have my beads on. 
from you. I know. I that was Irish cute. Kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you want to check out the news, we've got a new site up. If you're in the we Westplex. We do, westplex.news. Yes, westplex.news. It's everything that is within um, St. Charles County, and it, it updates like minute by minute, actually, from different locations and different uh, influencers and different community uh, businesses. It's 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 actually well done. Well, I don't know about well done. It's just you know it's got I stuff on there. It it's you know if you want to get the news, there it is. You know and yep. and let me hear anything in the Westplex. I'll, I'll look at it right Westplex. now here. I'll, I'll talk it and you know say uh, my phone's not going to work. Uh, my phone's got the virus. Uh, there's a story on here about, uh, well, about the thing about this is from yesterday, uh, prohibit pr- uh, premise consumption at restaurants and bars. Uh, county executive announces timetable to prohibit restaurant and bars. Four metro counties join to get the courts to uh, move Missouri's April 7th election to June 2nd. Did you know about that? Yeah, officials. Repeat what you just said. Four metro counties join effort to get courts to move Missouri's April 7th election to June 2nd. Officials in I Saint, heard that. Officials Did they in, make that happen? No, they're, they're trying. Officials in St. Charles, Lincoln, Franklin, and Warren counties say they'll ask a court panel to move the vote because of coronavirus concerns. Jefferson County is likely due to the same, and St. Louis County will consider the idea. So they're considering the entire metro area with all the counties that they're going to move the election uh, from April 7th to June 2nd. I think that's a wise decision. I do. I I do think there's a lot of hype about this, but I also think, you know, my daughter works in, um, at the hospital. So she's the first line of defense and she says, this is a real thing. This is, this is the real deal. What does she know? She knows quite a bit, actually. (laughs) What does she know? Uh, uh. Okay, so it's eight thirteen. Everyone, have a great day. Are you done? And I mean, are you, are you trying to are you trying to you know call it off early? I mean, we're supposed to go till nine during the 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 you know the shutdowns, aren't we? Are we? We're supposed to go all day. We're, you and I are supposed to stay on the air all day long. I can do that and say positive but things. That's not going to help the people that are um, struggling right now. Because what I'm going to do. So the, here's the deal. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go to small businesses. You know, mostly restaurants, um, a couple of other small businesses, and do a Facebook Live with them so you know what's going on with them, you know, what they're offering, full meal, limited meal, or full menu, limited menu, curbside, drive through the whole nine yards. And I, I want to try to get that going to let people know that these places are still open and they still have bills to pay just as you do. And... Um, yeah, that's 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 my goal for today. Okay. And then, you know, we're starting the the Westplex Business Alliance and that's going to uh get the word out about a lot of uh businesses in the Westplex area that uh need some help this that is- need to still be patronized uh during this time. That's that's what Shelly's going to do. I'm going to do today is I'm going to fly down to Dallas today. 
and I'm going to be, uh, you know, I'm going to get hired uh, as the new center for the uh, the uh, Dallas Mavericks, and uh, Mark Cuban's going to pay me $13 million a year, so there's no income equality. And then I am going to go to, um, well, you know, the basketball season ends. I, I, no, I can't do that. I can't play basketball and football at the same time. So Oh, so sorry. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, so then I am going to go to Washington, D.C., and I'm going to, uh, you know, hang out at all the restaurants in D.C. Oh, that's right. They're all closed. Now I'll go to New York and I'll watch the plays. Oh, they're closed. No, I'll go to, down to Orlando and go to Disney World. Oh, it's closed. Everything is closed. Let's just go on. The, uh, but locally, these businesses are staying open for you, everyone. Well, so if you can't you come to, inside, though. You can Facebook message me at Shelly Barr at KSLQ. Or you can uh, text me at 314-477-8835. Let me know who you are. Let me uh, know what time that you would like me to stop by. Because I'm here for you. We're both here for you. Yep. And, you know, and, you all are part of the KSOQ and Westplex 1071 family right. and the uh, Westplex Business Alliance. And if you need to get a hold of me, you can go to my website, website H-U-G-H-J-A-Y-N-E-S-S. That's H-U-G-H-J-A-Y-N-E-S-S dot com. And I'll be more than happy to respond to any uh, you know requests, anything you send me. Yeah, that's almost like, you know, ask.com, but um, it's it's not. So oh. just disregard what he said and just be prepared for the most um, charismatic and amazing man in St. Charles County. He wants to step up to the microphone and say. Uh, ninth oh anniversary goodness. and Hugh Janus turning 10. Stop it. Okay, I'm sorry. I promise. Go ahead and do it and do the intro again. That's a pie crust promise. Easily made, easily broken. Do you, do you know what? You know what we can't do anymore. You know what we can't hear. You know what? It's sad because you know what we won't hear for probably some time now. What? Yes, number two ninety orders. I know. Please, number two nine zero. And that's one of the things we went to someplace yesterday that totally was not getting the whole um importance of this this lockdown basically and i mean they weren't wiping the tables no, they, i mean they, they were packed the ta- no they wiped our table off before we sat down because you asked them to no it was already cleaned it, i could st- i saw the lady the reason i you pointed to one table i went to another table because of the fact that the lady just got done cleaning it that's why i picked that table because she just okay. got done cleaning it but I just wanted to say, when I, we went to Freddy's... No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a minute now. You're making accusations. That place was very clean yesterday, and I didn't, I didn't see any problem with what was going on there. They weren't wiping down the tables. But they, but there was, but there weren't. I mean, it was like hardly anybody in the place. That's not true. It wasn't that busy, Shelley. Not as busy as it could have been, but it, you know they 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 had a busy time. Half full, and nobody at best. even knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, so. but half full at best, half full. Well, if if people watch me on the uh, 24, 24 hour a day, seven day a week a webcam that I'm on, they know exactly where I was. <laughs> Is it like the Bradley Show? <laughs> yeah, no, it was no what, the the Bradley Show. Yeah, what was what was the what was the real coin? The, the Truman Show. Truman Show. Yeah, it's the Bradley Show. Twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. I'm online. You know, you can see me sleep, and you can see me, you know, sleep on the floor. <laughs> I told you about that the other day. Dave Glover says says, 
Well, there's not one of you listening right now that doesn't sleep on a bed, so you need to buy this bed. I'm going, oh, dude, I'm raising my hand. I don't sleep on a bed. Haven't and for, that's preference. Haven't for years. I sleep on steel. True. You're the man of steel. True, I sleep on steel. Okay. A piece of steel, that's where I sleep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, because you know why, don't you? Do I want to? <laughs> okay, why do you sleep sleep on steel? Exactly. Why do I sleep on steel? Yes. That's why. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Is it time to go yet? It's 8:19. Well, you keep I keep saying, "Okay, do the intro for 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 Caleb." I've done it 3 times. Well, no, no, go ahead, do it. No. The building is on fire. I don't oh think goodness. that we should be called truthers anymore. I think we so should now be called. So now, the smartest man in St. Charles County steps up to the microphone and says. 